Hello, everyone. Well, it seems just like yesterday, Clayton was the big bumbling guy trying to get Michelle's attention by building forts for children out of hotel bedsheets. And now he's buying flowers and meeting parents and attempting to judiciously answer the question, do you love my daughter? It's hometowns, dear listener. That means scary siblings, difficult dads, and random wannabes who are either vying for screen time or slowly wishing the Bachelor camera crews would cease and desist from capturing every moment of every conversation. Unfortunately, none of the parents this episode, none of the friends, none of the family followed the assignment. We had a bunch of normal people on our TV screens and one very good-looking brother So some guy in Austin and I were forced to veer off topic once or twice or three times. You're going to love it. I promise. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 255 of the I Hate Green Bean podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And we're going to talk about Clayton's hometown dates, which were presented to us with lots of drama. And what ended up is that he's got four pretty normal people. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah. It's always it's always sucks when no one's super crazy. I know. <laughs> and it and it's really engaging when brothers are as hot as Serene's brother. We just we did I don't even know what she said or what happened. I just kept thinking he should be the next bachelor. Did you uh, think you he know, sounded like Barack Obama? Listen, if if there is a possibility of casting some random person. He's probably in the running because they're not going to try, have to try too hard to top the Clayton situation. <laughs> His name was Roland. And I know I've jumped ahead to the third day, but my goodness, poised, handsome. We had a few tears there because he loves his sister so much. I just thought, sign this guy up. Nobody knew who Matt James was. We could we could totally get Roland. Yeah, but Matt James had name. instant credibility because he was friends with that Tyler Cameron guy. But yeah, I would think Roland would have instant credibility because he's Serene's brother and everybody loves Serene. She's so tiny. You just want to parallel your pocket. I just miss Desiree's brother. <laughs> You, okay, your bar for the crazy siblings or parents is way too high. They're not, We. I mean, you can't top Desiree's brother or the woman who made They're them very, well, I meant Barb. Barb is in her own little category over here. There was also the woman who made them bury the family bird or something in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that Dean's, was interesting. Dean's dad. Remember that Dean's guy? guru dad. That yeah. was good. So, you know, we've had, we've got our all stars over here and we just haven't had since Barb. We haven't, which feels like it was yesterday, but we've had a handful of bachelors mm. and bachelorettes since Peter. And so it feels thought. like we need, we needed somebody and I thought it was going to be Rachel's dad, but it wasn't. He's just a big old softy. No, I, I would have liked to see, um, the, who's the who's the crotchety grandfather? Who's whose grandfather was that? Gabby. Yeah, Gabby. I would. They should have just given that guy a few pops, you know, some <laughs> some whiskey or something. That that would have made it 
a little more interesting, but I'm anyway. pretty sure he had a few beers in him already. <laughs> but Peepaw was my favorite. He just was taking it all in stride, didn't care. It was awesome. I like him too. It was great. But let's let's start from the very beginning. Just a very good place to start. First of all, we all jumped and straddled. They've they've now officially said we need you to reunite in the hometown with a jump and straddle. So we got four out of four for that. But Susie was up first. She's from Virginia. What I can remember of her date, if I just have to go off the top of my head, is jujitsu, which was surprising. She was a blue belt. Um, she has strong feelings. Her dad was sick, and now he's hopefully not. And her family's pretty perfect. And they said, hey, we trust Susie. Whatever she wants, we will support her. And that's why she went first. We just want her to be happy. The best part about that whole thing, because, and he did this pretty much with everybody, yeah. is when mom was like, mm. do you think you do love you, her? Do you love her? And he was like, he starts out, so. <laughs> see, there's well. a process. <laughs> and, and he answered everybody. Do you remember how he answered everyone? Because they most all answered the, asked that question. Well, he has very, very strong feelings, mm. was, was, mm. he said. And then, yes. uh, and and then he can get there. Yeah, there was a lot of ums. Um, um, and I can get there. Yeah, And then, then there were certain parts of him, I remember. There, there was a part of him that wanted to love uh, somebody. Mm, and mm. then another part of him that was struggling yes. with the process. Jeez. And then, um, you know, he has to be honest with everybody and the women around him. Uh, and pretty the much, struggle pretty is much real. Standard, pretty much standard, you know, are you going to sleep with four women, um, including my daughter, <laughs> rationale. I can get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. Yeah. So Susie uh, went first because Susie yeah. is boring. Susie's family is not dramatic. Susie's family will do whatever you need. She did choke him a little bit in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. She's, uh, uh, there's nothing we can say that you don't already know or anticipate or project about Susie. She's just cute and delightful. And I'm assuming she is being teed up as the next bachelorette. If she doesn't get to the end, did you notice there, there was when in her first, like in the moment, you know, her camera facing one-on-one thing. Um, mm-hmm. She said in the same sentence, the words clayin and important. No, I did, but I would have <laughs> loved that. Oh. I mean, for these people, there's only 25 letters in the alphabet. <laughs> and T is not one of them. Clayin is clayin so important. important. Are you kidding? That would have been so great. I would have listened to it over and over again. I've already yeah, deleted right. it off her my first, uh, Her first uh, one-on-one. Because I have a lot of respect for Susie. I like her a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I can't get past the clay in and pour in. Clay in and pour in. You there, think there was some sort of glitch in the public school system during that time frame? Where I'm not sure. The was not appropriately communicated to all of them. I'm the not sure. Companies? I blame Clueless because the Valley Girl sound where Gabby is like 30 years old isn't it's older than these people yeah but the people who have children now watched clueless and so they are speaking to their children in that where they go up at the end all the time because i'm sure she said clayton was very important Mm -hmm. instead of clayton is very important to me i don't know i like Susie too i think she has great hair 
Also, when she was with her mom in the bedroom, again, are these houses their houses? We don't know. But behind it, just over her right shoulder, did you see her her big Miss Virginia crown? Yeah, it's I mean, you got to throw that in. You got to smash you off the hardware. <laughs> it was on its own shelf. Just yeah, well, it deserves its own shelf. Listen, if I was Mr. <laughs> anything, I would have it displayed prominently. I'm wondering, you know, if you are a former Miss such and such of a state, a former Miss whatever of a state, I want to know where is your crown? I dated um, two former Miss such and suches, actually. Yeah. You and can say it. Had, Texas, um, right? Say what? Weren't they Texas, Miss Texas? One of them was Texas. One of them was like Miss Teen Texas at one time. Oh, same thing. And, Greatest thing. And, um, and uh, they both had their uh, sashes and uh, mm. crowns um, mm-hmm. at their parents' house. Yeah, so those are prominently displayed. I guess that's a thing. <laughs> Do you think it's on a mannequin head? <laughs> no. That would be a little creepy, I think. Like if you're going to get water in the middle of the night and... <laughs> And if you have a kid, is your kid wearing your former Miss whatever state crown? Is it a play thing now? No, I think that would be taboo. Hmm. I imagine imagine also, too, if you were a former Miss Texas, a former Miss whatever, I would imagine that you have other crowns because you it was there were gateway pageants into the big kahuna where are all those crowns and trophies that's a valid point because um it well i'll tell you two things one it's a racket like it yeah i I, I should write a book someday just i had a very limited inner chamber look for a couple years and it's very, very false. Um, although, you know, look, there are very talented girls in there, but the whole process of getting to the pageant is definitely manufactured okay. from my experience. The second thing is, um, while there's never, I never encountered an actual like trophy case or trophy room, there was definitely, uh, both houses were uh, complete with one hallway that mm. had a series of headshots. You know, yeah, those types of things. Yeah. yeah. Your plaque, your picture of you shaking the hand of some ambassador in Cambodia. Got it. Right. Okay. Saving the world. I wonder why in the hallway, because everybody has to walk down it to get to where they're going. And so it's like gallery gallery feeling. I guess. I don't know. I didn't ask. (laughs) If (laughs) If you had something hanging in the hallway that you were proud of, what would it be? Is that where your diploma is? No, you I have, have an office. My, my fancy law degrees are actually in my home office. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my office office, I have a picture of Elvis and a longhorn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what else do you need? I do not know. Do you want to know what's in my office? Hang um, on. The there are three things. Uh, well, I, I can tell you one because I've been in your office. One is your Disney thing. Yes, my Disney doctorate. Diploma. What's yes. that? What you call that? My doctorate. Oh, my God. Okay. So my doctorate. That's the it's first my time decorate. my entire life. <laughs> That's very important. It is so important. Lots of important classes to <laughs> receive that. Um, yes, my decorate is in there, and then next to it's my Baylor one. 
And then behind you, which you may not have, I'm just picturing you sitting where you would sit if you podcast. So behind you may not see it, but it's my Jungle Cruise. Um, Um, I've probably taken note of that. But yeah, Um, your office is very quaint, very comfortable. Um, Oh, thanks. And I, I uh, I believe it has your signature on it. Well, thank you. My books are arranged color coded, which people think is fascinating. Before that home edit show came out on Netflix, and then I arrange my. I have often. I have a big bookshelf, like a library thing. Yeah, and I arrange my mine by like subject. Like I have a philosophy section. I have a classic okay. classics section, um, mm. and then I have like an American novel section. Wow. Like like Steinbeck, for instance. I have a bunch okay. of those. And, uh, Within yeah. those, are they alphabetical? Uh, they're by author, yes. <laughs> and then I have like a history section where I have like all my, you know, those types mm. of books. Yeah. See, and I'm then, different. I'm like, what red book would I like to read <laughs> today? <laughs> you know what, what bothers me about the bookshelf? So I'm very, very particular about what no goes No way. Okay. Well, because I feel like... I feel like those are like the books that made me, right? And so if I read exactly. a book. Exactly. And I you're keeping really... it. If you read a book and you're keeping it enough to put on your shelf, I get it. Right. And and, and so I feel like if it if it earns the shelf, then it's it's, you know, that that's tough to do because there are a lot of books, frankly, that go in the box or that just I go bring them back to book people or whatever when I go sell mm-hmm. my books mm-hmm. because they don't earn that mm. spot. However, when Mrs. Some Guy was uh, decorating, she's putting little whatnots and knickknacks, you know, in between the books and things like that, mm-hmm. and um, you know, to make it look lovely and pleasant and inviting, as as one does with built-in bookshelves. And uh, I come home one day, and there's this set of books on um, on the bottom of the shelf, amongst all of my very important books, the entire Harry Potter series. Yes, I was just about to say well, that. It doesn't belong on. Yes, on, it does. No. Don't be silly. Yeah. Don't try to make that, people think you don't love Harry Potter and that they are the prettiest books ever and you use I them for don't. decorating. Everyone yeah, knows it. They are very like library-ish. I'll give her that. Yes. But, um, you know, I, I drew the line. Like, I'm like, there's going to be no vampire books. None of that nonsense <laughs> on the shelf. Hey, they are very pretty. They're in the black section of my bookshelves. The no, Twilight no. series, I'm assuming you're talking about. They're yeah, all very no black and silver, which I think oh. is, you know, I take the jackets off my books. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah. Well, I don't take them off all of the books, but some of them I take off the jackets because their spine is weird. But where where are my books on the bookshelf? Where are they? Behind it's, you. It's No, my books on your bookshelf. Oh, your it's books? It's okay to say that they're, they well, didn't Those, those the are in a glass uh, hermetically sealed case. <laughs> Next year, Chris Harrison autograph. I wouldn't want to pollute the Dostoevsky and the, you know, the Anne Rand and the, you know, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to muck up that with. There, uh, it's in there with Chris Harrison's book, right? <laughs> yeah. Just right there together you, forever. I tell you what that is. Speaking of that. Hey, have- he signed your book and we had a great yeah. conversation with Harrison. Yeah. Almost we- got him to the broken spoke. If we had yeah. just had a few more minutes, we could have convinced him. He was lovely. And I sent you some news is, uh, of Harrison. Can I share? Yeah. So uh, he and his lovely, um, well, I don't know how you would refer to her, but his lovely bride to be, I guess, 
Mm-hmm. Lauren Zima are on the cover of Austin Lifestyle magazine this month. Yeah, with a and beard. He's got a beard. He has a gray mm-hmm. beard, and his hair looks a little lighter, so he hasn't mm-hmm. been, you know, keeping it up. Nope. And uh, he and she are featuring, uh, like, it's like an architectural digest type yes. of thing. Yes. They're featuring their home. Right. And there's various pictures of them in in various states of, you know, formal dress, casual dress, showing off various homes and art, various rooms and artwork in their home. Mm-hmm. I want to read you a quote um, because there's a, the picture of them sitting on a couch playfully. You know, she's got like her, her legs across his lap, like he, he, he. <laughs> and it says, the media room brings together California and Texas as illustrated by the pair of Steve Rubel photos. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so playful. I don't Women even know what I is. think is the word that interior decorators use. <laughs> Can I read you the text I received from your wife this morning in response to that? She said, I'm going to find this house and we can just bump into him. And I said, that's a great plan. Let's do that. We still got to get on Zachary Levi's ranch that's out there somewhere too. But yeah. So there's going to be a, there's going to be a a circle and it's going to be from my house to Zachary Levi's house. Right. Yep. Yep. To, to uh, Chris Harrison's house, right? Yep. And then to the Travis County Jail. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's super important for me to meet him. And I will. Well, I'm happy. He, he looks happy and content. He looks happy. Now. He does. Yeah. He looks like his shoulders are a little bit more relaxed. He's yeah. letting the gray come out, which I appreciate. I like the beard. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with her. It's fine. I've yeah. I'm I'm happy for Harrison. That's all I ever wanted. It's for him to be happy. Good for them. Speaking of being happy, yes, um, Gabby. Gabby, Denver, Colorado, which is lovely. She is. They had a weird date. It's not weird, I guess, but this whole thing of let's go um, hiking across the mountain, which I know you would have loved. She gives them some boots, which uh, first thing I thought of was, man, I hope those are broken in. Those are actually his real boots. They didn't look like his real boots, but you know, when did you, you get, get blisters. That they, did you get the impression that they were a little over-equipped for a daytime? I did, yes. I mean, I he had did. about 30 pounds of equipment on. <laughs> he was carrying that hot tub in his backpack. <laughs> Because after they go to Proposal Rock, and he doesn't propose, they go to a hot tub that's in the middle of the wilderness so they can talk about how sad it is that her dad will not be there during the meet and greet because his girlfriend has um, just found out she has cancer and they're being COVID conscious. I think that's what the gist of it was. And so she's very upset that she can't meet he can't meet her dad, but her aunt and cousin and Peepaw are in town and it's going to be just as great. And that's when we discover that we love Peepaw. He is awesome and he loves her very well and she cries with him. But lo and behold. Hey, between you and me, I I think Peepaw gets a little annoying after about 10 minutes and the whole family knows it. Well, I think Gabby gets annoying after 10 minutes and the whole family knows it, which is (laughs) why Gabby and Peepaw are two peas in the same pod. And he also used the word dingbat, which I haven't heard since Archie Bunker <laughs> leveled it at his wife. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. He, he calls used... his own granddaughter a dingbat and is yeah. very proud of that. He is yeah. very proud that she's a dingbat. 
Because guess yeah. what? Peepaw's a dingbat, too. That's what's great right. about being that age is you get to be, like, super sexist. You get to call people darling, stuff like that, you know? And it just – if you do that, if you're if you're a day younger than Peepaw, you're a pig. <laughs> so when, when you're his age, it's just cute because Grandpa oh. uses the word dingbat, you know? <laughs> And we laugh about it on a podcast exactly. and we say, oh, Peebaw, yeah. you rascal. The, the funny part was when I, I thought when, when she was sitting with him crying, it was a sweet moment. I'll give it that. You know, yes, it was. Loves, they they clearly love each they other. They do. They do. And uh, so when they're sitting next to each other and they're having that moment and, you know, she's kind of crying and she says, I just love that you still wear your wedding ring because I, mm-hmm. I guess the grandmother's passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought he was going to say something like, I can't get the thing off. <laughs> But he was like, you know, I thought about taking off, but why would I do that? That was yeah. a good moment, I guess. That was a very was... sweet moment. And then they all come back to the living room and we're all sad that dad wasn't there. But uh-oh, listen, beep, beep. We hear a horn honk. Who could that be? And she goes out and it's her dad. With the Peter Gabriel. With the Peter Gabriel. Well, it's more love, actually. A I don't bit. know that movie, so I'm, I'm referencing the. Uh, you the, reference Peter Gabriel. I'm going to reference Love, actually. And well, that was not say anything where John Cusack holds the radio up, but this right. is a Love, actually thing? Yes. Love, actually, he literally is at her door and he's holding signs because he doesn't want anybody to hear him. And it's. Oh. Hey, read these signs, and and I never really liked that part of the movie because who's in the he's, Love Actually movie. Who's in that? Everybody's in Love Actually. You know Love Actually. Everybody. Oh my gosh, everybody's in it. Um, and you're gonna ask me, Hugh Grant? It's one is of those George, things where George there's George Clooney in it. No, it's the Leonardo British DiCaprio? version. It's the British version of everybody's in it. So think no. more Harry Potter characters. So Alan uh, Rickman, Gandalf. Um, uh, no, he's not. You got to be younger and hotter to be in it. Um, is Voldemort uh, in it? Does Voldemort hold up any signs? Voldemort is in it. Really? He totally is. Isn't he? Isn't he the guy? I'm asking it. I'm asking the audience like they can answer me, but <laughs> he's the guy whose wife just died. That may no. not be. Yeah, that no, is. I've never Voldemort. seen it. I've heard of it. Never that seen may it. not be Voldemort. Never mind. Anyway, you would like it. I'm very surprised how Mrs. Young Guy has not. Mrs. Young Guy. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Thank you. Some Guy. You're welcome. Mrs. Some Guy hasn't made you watch it at Christmas time. Now, what about, um, is that the annoying one with Cameron Diaz? No, that's the holiday, and don't no. call that annoying. That is okay. perfection. Love actually is seven different storylines that all kind of mm-hmm. intertwine and mingle in with each other, but it's just a bunch of hot British people having a hard time during Christmas. Yeah. And one of the things is he's holding up the poster board, and it's Kira Knightley, who I know you love. She has answered the door, and the guy from Walking Dead – Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy from Walking Dead is holding up and he's and she's reading it and I he's, see. you know, and he's professing his love to her, which you think, oh, how romantic. And I just say, eh, because she just got married and he's and so saying, could- I will always love you. And I'm going to tell you this through these poster boards. And I'm thinking, well, that's not appropriate because she just right. married your best friend, dude. But well, and so do you think it's appropriate to have her like. Make no. a comparison with her father. Well, and no, let you know. Let's take the the love aspect away from it. And I get why 
I'm just not understanding why. Hey, give them a phone and let's talk with our voices. Why yeah, are we having to love actually a mask and you guys can sit on the porch? We, you know? Yeah, it just felt very weird that he's love actuallying her from the yeah. driveway while That's she's it. on the porch. And hey, I could yell. I could make my voice carry. I could call you, and we could both. I just thought that was kind of weird and. Once again, a peek behind the curtain of let's make this more dramatic because we're having a yeah. heck of a time with Clayton's yeah. season being any sort of entertaining. What I remember about that is that she's so inspired by dad's stunt mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. she then gains the courage oh, yes. to tell Clayton. Mm. I mean, I wanted to use the word unequivocally, but that's really doesn't. <laughs> it's really kind of the opposite of that. She says something like. I definitely feel I'm sort of kind of falling in love maybe with you. You know, I mean, she, she's, and he thinks it's the greatest thing he's oh, ever heard. Big smile. Yeah. Big, big I, smile. I definitely, what did she say? Like, I definitely feel like I might be falling for you I or something. Definitely feel like they're yeah. definitely maybe. Yeah. Definitely maybe. Yeah. So uh, he, it's maybe. the greatest thing he's ever heard. He feels like, it looks like he's conquered Everest. <laughs> and um, one quick question before we move on from Gabby. She wore a trench coat the entire night. Yes. What do you think that meant? Did she spill? Was it a little too <laughs> revealing when she sat down and, and boobs popped out or something? Because she was essentially wearing a dress because it barely covered her rear end. But then she had the over the knee to the thigh boots. But her well, trench coat, she Carmen Sandiego that business yeah. with and, and, and tightened it. I was going with Inspector Gadget, but I mm. guess that's more appropriate. Um, maybe, maybe she hadn't been in Denver in a long time, and she was cold because she'd been in L.A. Okay, I'll allow it. I just thought it was very strange that they somebody had put a trench coat over her because I thought this is not. She's inside. This this isn't. This is something happened. She had to have spilled. Yeah. Or something ripped or something. She didn't sit down in her dress. Let's not talk about her dress during. The rose ceremony, because bless it is all I can say. And how sad that the other three girls looked the best that they had ever looked. And poor Gabby came in. I don't even think she did her hair. I'm going to move on. We have Serene from Oklahoma City. Serene um, takes Clayton to an obstacle course so they can go real high and look at the pretty view of the parking lot in OKC. And they're having to... Walk across wires. Just, just your typical up high obstacle course. Just think of that. They're harnessed in, and Clayton takes 25 minutes to step across 10 little stones. Well, listen, you know what's terrifying about that? What? Is he's a big guy. Yes, right? and he's in and dress so, shoes. <laughs> right. <laughs> she did not think through the footwear like Gabby did. Yeah. Well, I just... You know, a guy that size, you got to trust the harness and stuff. And you're thinking, well, I'm much bigger than the average person. That's true. You know, and now I've got to jump off this thing or look like a yeah. complete chotch on national TV. <laughs> it's a choice. <laughs> he yeah. was holding on to his harness for yeah. dear life. Mm -hmm. It takes him 25 minutes to go across. They're way up high. I get it. Heights are yeah. scary. He I'm goes across. Oh, okay. I got to the next one. Oh, I got to. But the listen, I mean, it's, such, it's such a metaphor for marriage, though. I mean, is it? how so? I don't understand well, you know, how the, you the say climb this. to the top is often treacherous and filled mm. with, with anxiety. So true. But once you get the courage to jump and trust the harness, <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 it's a great feeling. 
A marriage is a lot like a harness. (laughs) (laughs) A marriage is a lot like my profanity that I'm yelling up in the air as I'm saying, what did I get myself into? (laughs) It's it's cumbersome. It squeezes your junk. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. (laughs) Hard to escape. <laughs> they should have taken Roland up there with him. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to redo my mascara. <laughs> Can I say squeeze your junk on the podcast? It's your podcast, I think. You know. <laughs> You have to run that by the sensor, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, so funny. Oh, so I, he's trying to get across. It takes him 20 minutes to get across the 10 steps, and the serene goes beep, boop, 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 because her bones are hollow and she can whisk across in five seconds. But like at the end, you say he's got to gear himself up. All you're doing is stepping off this building you're stepping off this scaffolding and you just fall in your harness right and he lands and like falls down and is kissing the ground thank you thank you i made it it had to be be hard yes i mean like i said he's he's probably i don't know how he's got to be six five right yeah or taller 250 pounds yeah that's he's twice, you know. I mean, the average guy's what five ten, one hundred and sixty or something. I mean, yeah. he's got he's got a eighty pounds, and he's jump, he's jumping off a tower. I and then my my favorite is Serene. Like, oh yeah, it took her a little bit to jump off the tower, but she kind of floats down like Mary Poppins because again, her bones are hollow, and she almost doesn't make it to yeah. the ground because she, she weighs the fifty cable. pounds. Yeah, she didn't even need the cable. It's just. Flap your arms. Clayton could have caught her. He could. (laughs) Once he got up off the ground and composed himself, he totally could have caught her. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I'm still thinking about squeezing his jug. I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. Um, Look, so I think Serene's mom, the look on her face, and she's like, I'm falling in love with him. The mom was like, Huh? Right. (laughs) And she's also said, this is surprising because it's, you know, Serene takes things slowly. It, it How can yeah. you possibly be in love? So th- she's very, hmm. but Roland kind of acts like Susie's entire family. He's saying, this is hard for me. I'm your big brother. I'm protecting you. You know, dad's yeah. not in the picture. I've, I'm that role too. And he gets a little teary and he should have thrown it. He should have thrown out his Instagram handle too i wish they had at yeah, the exactly bottom. like you and like a million people would have been like hi Roland." <laughs> i'd be curious i'll bet you she got a ton of traffic about that i mean oh i'm sure i'm yeah. sure she did and deservedly so roland may have you know a delightful girlfriend but man yeah. he was he was all i looked at and again i didn't really listen to a whole lot of what they said because i was just thinking man roland would be a good bachelor again his Barack, the, his Barack sounding voice. That was I've I've missed that. I didn't realize how much I missed Barack Obama's voice, but he he 
had that authoritative and that sound and it was so great. And then, well, have you told him you loved him? Because that's very important to Clayton that these women say, I love you. And Serene had done it. I think she might've been falling in love before, kind of like Gabby, Gabby, maybe sort of kind of definitely falling for, well, she went all in and said that she loved him. Yeah. Again, Clayton's reaction. It was as if you had just given him a million dollars and told him you can do whatever, whatever you want. He ate it up, loved it. Three down, one to go. He's like, uh, you made it to the fantasy suite. (laughs) Boom. Well, she didn't. Uh, Then we have Rachel, (laughs) who is from Florida, and she thinks kayaking in a clear kayak in a Florida swamp is going to be super fun. I need you to react to that. You're outdoorsy. Yeah, I mean, look, I've been fishing a lot like in Louisiana and stuff, and it just depends on the time of year you go because you were in a swamp and everything that comes with that. It's a great place to catch fish. It's also a great place to um, catch various other diseases and be bit by a lot of things. (laughs) So funny that that's where you went because everybody else was going – alligators and she was like oh my god look at that spider that did you see how many babies were yeah. with that spider i mean it was, a lot of spiders you got it let's get that the mortality rate among uh, arachnids is very high <laughs> they have to have a lot large amount of offspring so the species survives i bet we needed to scoop it up and put it next to a pig or something because it was it had so many babies and there were so many yeah. eyes and it was so gigantic but then there's also alligators and you're thinking all that and all i'm thinking of is that water, I write recaps for Grey's Anatomy for Entertainment Weekly, in case you didn't know. And I've watched enough seasons of Grey's Anatomy, like 57 of them, it feels like, to know that when you're in that kind of water, you got to be careful. Now, jumping in and out of it is fine. Oh, look, we, we're jumping off a cliff. And we're just, well, let's make out. Yeah, unless bit. you've got a, a open sore. Okay, so then they're laying in that water. Corn. You gotta watch your cornhole too. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's what I said. Some amoeba has swum up some orifice, right. and somebody's yeah. gonna be in a bad way here. Yeah, you gotta put weeks. the harness on to you know kind of protect yourself. <laughs> How did you feel about? Because um, they're kayaking, and you know kayaking is is precarious. You, it's it's. I just kept thinking. Clayton is going to tump the kayak over. He's going to tump the kayak over. Kayaking or canoeing? Canoeing. Canoeing. Yeah. Yeah, I would say canoe. Very good. Canoeing. But it's also, let's watch out. Quit. And so then they get to kissing the kissing tree. And there's a big sign. It's a kissing tree. Don't confuse it with the proposal rock people. I mean, ABC intern was on fire this week with all the signage and nature. But here we are. And I'm thinking, okay. They're totally going to kiss. Is she going to try to turn her body? She's in the front around to kiss him and he's going to lean forward or is she going to back bend it, you know, just like mm, and go yeah. back into his lap and kiss upside down like Spider-Man, but horizontal. No, 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 no. They climb up into the tree and yeah. make out hard. Well, and I don't know if I would have done that. Getting Clayton into a tree means... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know they fell out of the canoe and they yeah, just didn't show it. As as that guy is, it's <laughs> difficult to imagine him. The other thing that was, mm, was that she said, my dad's really hard. My dad hates everybody. My dad's not going to be easy on you. And you're going to have to deal with my dad this and my yeah, dad that. Tony. When we first meet Tony, Tony, 
Yeah. And you know, you're thinking he's going to sleep with the fishes and he's going to put you in that swamp with the alligator and you're never going to see him again. He's not that. He is just kind of hard, but I think Tony's bored. I think Tony doesn't want to be on TV. Right. Tony had Tony to sign a release. Right. He doesn't want the, his buddies to give him. That's crap. exactly right. He's they know what's going to happen to his daughter next week. He's going to be down at the VA next week and they're all yeah. going to go, Tony, I saw yeah. you on ABC. And yeah. he's going to go, man. But he talks to him, and Tony is a normal guy. Tony, Tony's saying, I love my daughter. I'm not going to give you my blessing, which, note, Clayton didn't ask for a blessing. But Tony says, I'm not going to give you my blessing because I haven't talked to my daughter. I'm talking to you first. If she doesn't like you, why am I giving you my blessing now? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a handshake and a pat on the shoulder if yeah. I give you my blessing after talking to her. And yeah. he does. Yeah, and I was like, Tony's a big softy. Why are we afraid of Tony? Tony's not a big softy. He's Tony's realistic. He doesn't. It's it's got to be so awkward for a semi protective dad to have this guy show up at his house, right, on TV. So right. <laughs> I give Tony a wide berth. <laughs> Everybody is very nervous that Rachel is going to get hurt, and who's going to pick up the pieces when that happens? Her friends are going to have to. Her friends are going to have to do it, and they don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So beware, they're going to come after you, Clayton, if you yeah. break her heart. But he didn't break her heart, at least this week. Whose heart did he break? You want to tell everybody who went home? Serene. Was that a surprise to you? You know, no, not really. I mean, I I could have. I don't know. I could have picked anybody, honestly, this week. I think I thought Susie would make it through and Rachel, but either yeah. Serene or the other one. I don't know. I. I could see anybody going home, honestly. Yeah. I I really, I just because we knew, a lot of people were saying, and, and who was watching with us, a lot of people were saying it was going to be Gabby, but we just had never seen that fight he has with Gabby, where they're arguing outside somewhere cold. And so, because we'd seen that, I, I knew Gabby was in, and we knew Rachel's in because he's making out with her under a waterfall somewhere. So, it was, it was Susie or Serene. Yeah. I thought Serene at first was going to get through because we haven't seen a lot of footage with Susie. But now we've got Susie, Rachel, and Gabby, who are all three there. And it sounds like they have, Susie has a hard time with, it's, it's, it's what we deal with every single season. Hey, at this point, if you know I'm the one why are you going to sleep with those two in the fantasy suites? You go have your date. Just don't sleep with them if you know I'm the one. And so I think that's why he's saying in all these promos, I was intimate with both of you. Whenever he probably told them or someone he's not going to be, which is how it all explodes and everybody cries, right? Do you think that's where it's going? It has to be fantasy suite related. I think so. I think somebody probably freaks out over, I love three people, don't mm-hmm. you? Yes, because he is telling Jesse, who showed up, bless it. Jesse shows up and, you know, Clayton is, is, is has a conversation like, I can't believe it. It has happened. I am in love with three different people. Yeah. What yeah, in this you, world? You know, somebody, you, you know, that's where pens fly in the production room. Like, oh, God, you know, like, what are we going to do? It, it doesn't make for good TV when that happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, but doesn't I, it make for good TV when that happens? Because no, that's I not just, supposed to happen. No, look, I just think, I, look, I, I, mean, I need somebody to be decisive. 
Yeah, but then you don't have a show. I mean, I think that's what happened with Sean Lowe. He knew Catherine was it way early. And then he's just kind of phoning in the rest of the stuff and they're making him make out with people and they're making him. You're missing a much better example. Who? Claire. Oh, Claire didn't really show up her season. I mean, I get it. That's your whole point. But that in and of itself was what I think happened is they were going to do a a Claire Tasha thing like they did. What's her name and Michelle, Katie and Michelle. I think they had Claire and Tasha both teed up as a double bachelorette like we had this year. Yeah. And if you wonder why we're feeling bachelor fatigue, it's because this year compare and the end of last year, we have not had a break. We have gone from bachelor to bachelorette to bachelor yeah. in paradise to well, bachelorette to bachelor. It, don't you think it was nice though to have um, nice, I guess it was, it was, it was nice to have like the actual hometowns this time. I agree. Some, that's what Stephanie said when she walked in, she said, are these going to be real hometowns or made up hometowns that they, you know, use cardboard and the prop closet, but no, they actually went to hometowns. Yeah. It was great. I, I mean, it's different. We're getting back into the rhythm and it looks like we're going international again for fantasy suites and proposals and all that. It's somewhere with snow and big coats and people are cold. Yeah. So I think it's going to be fun. Who do you think it's going to be when we get down to the final two? <sighs> Gabby and Susie. Really? Okay. Yes. I think it's going to be Gabby and Rachel. You think Susie gets smart? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but as you like, notice, that moment, Claire, you're like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> as you notice, I mean, I think that's, I think she's going to, that's going to be her out. Like, Hey, I don't want you to sleep with anybody else. And that's going to be his like, eh, and that's no, going to be the as, She doesn't strike me as controlling or like as demanding. Like, or well, maybe, maybe she won't do that, but she, I think she will say something about it. She, it's yeah. going to be very much, if it's me, then why is it anybody else? Here's the deal though. We've talked about this too. And I've talked about this a lot with Laura. Laura always says, nobody cares that they're leaving. <laughs> Not one person is upset. <laughs> I mean, even Serene was like, well, that didn't work out. No, and, she said um, it really sucks. It really sucks. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> like, it's like she, it's like she, um, it, it's like she like lost her discount card at the Randall's grocery <laughs> store. You know, it's like eh, I'll just get another one when I go back. You know, like it, it's fortunate. Yeah, <laughs> it's nothing that can't be replaced. <laughs> So true. And that's how I feel like everybody is leaving. Nobody is devastated. I mean, Genevieve's my favorite. She's just like, "Mm -hmm, I agree. Timing. Gosh. All right. I'm going to get in this rejects limo real quick and then tour around Vienna and then go to the airport. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I feel like that's how Serena. I don't think anybody else will cry buckets of tears if they don't get with Clayton. I just, I just don't. And and that's fine. There may be some emotion just because it's the end of the journey. But yes, yeah, I, and we're all no overtired. One, no one's mm-hmm. leaving like that baby face guy last season. What was his name? Yes. Uh huh, Brandon. Yeah, he was just devastated. <laughs> He's baby, though. He's yeah, baby. Exactly. Well, he doesn't know better. It's going to be an interesting finale. When is the finale? Is it actually Monday? 
Well, that's great that you brought that up. It's Monday and Tuesday this next week. Don't <laughs> so we have sorry. Women's all, we have Women Tell All on Monday, I believe, and then Fantasy Suites on Tuesday, and then the next week it is also Monday and Tuesday. I see. Yeah, I don't know why we're stretching it out, but that's how it is. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, we had a lot of stretching out this weekend between this uh, this new schedule and then uh, Clayton's harness. <laughs> Nothing you can do that can't be done. Nothing you can sing that can't be sung. Nothing you can say that you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. Hey, thank y'all for listening. And a big shout out to our friends over at last night's game for managing our official bachelor bracket if you'd like to read a recap of clayton's season head on over to ihategreenbeans.com for years and years of content unfortunately there's not anything for this past week right now but maybe by the time you listen to it it'll be up it's been a week y'all remember one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on itunes it would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts Make sure you follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Oh.